0: Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name is Jenny Senapataratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and we'll get started. Today, I'm still working on my Advent calendar, even though it's January. And I have a caramel nougat um, tea with, and it's like a black tea. So here we go. And I'm still eating our Christmas cookies. So I have Christmas cookies from a great friend that are called The Cookies yum they're like a sugar cookie but there's something a little special about them so (laughs) let's get real i'm excited about the new year yet i'm a little apprehensive every new year i get excited and i think we can do this and then i'm like wait now we're doing this so this year i wanted to come on and tell you once again what my word for 2024 is now i've told you my words every year last year it was Ensure, And that did not go well. Um, I really learned very little. I'll be completely honest. I was like, maybe I missed the mark. And that was not actually my word. Not 100% sure what it was for. But about in September, God started bringing this new word into my life. And it was popping up everywhere. It became a theme in my life. And I was like, great, I'm done. In fact, i the day after Christmas, I was like, great. I'm almost done with this word I picked up in September and (laughs) I can let it go. And I really felt like, no, you need to spend the next year, maybe more having this word part of my life. So the word, drumroll please, is rewrite. I know you're like, that's not that exciting. And you're right. It's not but I am walking through a season of rewriting things. So no, I'm not rewriting my book and no, I'm not rewrite or not writing my next book. Those things are on pause. I really feel like God has other things going on um, that I'm working on and working through. And this is one of them. So I am a person that has lived in fear a lot of my life. Um, trauma and different pieces have really um, been a benchmarks in my life. Even as an adult, five years ago, (laughs) I just got out of the hospital from a kidney stone attack. And I'm like, okay, today, I'm going to rewrite what this day in history means. Because I look at that picture, and I remember um, all the information that was happening at that time. And the trauma that I felt during that moment (laughs) and thinking, how am I going to do this? I have to go back to work. I have all these pieces that need to keep going. And when you get as sick as being in the hospital for three days, um, it's hard to kind of jump back. That's just the truth. And so this year, I really feel like God is having me rewrite things that have held me back that have um, defined part of who I am. So let me explain a little bit more. A few months ago, I talked about going out for coffee or lunch with someone as part of this rewriting process. And I've never really come back to it. At least I don't remember coming back. So if this is a repeat, I apologize. But several years ago, before we started our ministry, Christ Connection, which was 18 years ago, so more than a couple years, um, We actually were in a church plant. We... Um, started a church, we ran the church, it was really great. And then it completely fell apart. I mean, it was a complete and utter failure. It just blew up in our face. And since then, they have planted a church in the same area that we planted our church. And I have avoided that pastor's wife at every event, and anywhere I go for years and years, because I'm so intimidated that they've been successful, and we completely failed. Failed. And so I reached out as part of this rewriting my history and rewriting the hurts of the past and things that I've put in place. And I reached out and I said, Let's meet for coffee. She had no idea who I was. Like she had no clue, which is perfectly fine. I am not someone that a lot of people know. (laughs) And so we met, had coffee, and I'm going to tell you something. It was not extraordinary. It was not, um, it was fun to meet her. It's fun to hear about her life, hear about the churches going, celebrate with her, pray with her. You know, that was really great, but it was not a life-changing moment. And I realized in this rewriting process that God's walking me through, that it's more about taking captive my thoughts. So I have to drive by this new church almost every time I see my mom, which has because she moved. And before I could avoid that they had a church in the area and that pain and that, you know, reminder of how we failed. (laughs) And now I have to drive by it every time I go to my mom's house. And it's just a reminder to take captive that thought for me it is not necessarily that I'm completely healed and that I'm like oh I've let go of that pain which I feel like I am letting go of the pain but it is rewriting that and saying Lord I'm going to pray for them I'm going to pray that they're successful even though we were not and taking captive not allowing that to um, become a pattern in my life that is negative so That is a lot of this rewriting. Now, I don't know what God has for 2024 with this word, because when he gives me a word, normally it it takes on a life of its own, right? And I don't really know what he's got in store for it. But I do know right now that's what I'm doing. So there is a game out there that I used to love. I mean, absolutely love this game. The game is called Apples to Apples. I don't know if you've ever played it. I just loved the idea of this game and played it for a long time. And then I played it with someone that was... um to say not very nice when they played the game. And I felt like an idiot and like a fool. And there was a lot of making fun of and belittling. And I actually stopped playing this game because it became a place of pain for me. And it became a place of reminding of how stupid I was, was really what this game represented in my mind. So, anytime anybody would bring out the game, because it's a great game for like big groups, they'd say, Hey, let's play this. And I'd be like, Please, no, I really don't want to play it. Like, I am very rarely, I'm not one of those people that send back food, I'm not one of those people that complain about anything. Um, you I can pretty much be like, oh, it's fine. I'll just pay the extra. It doesn't really matter. But this game, I've always said no, because it makes me feel like I'm stupid. And it makes me feel like I'm a little person. And that I'm just, it just, there's a lot of pain in this. And you're like, Jenny, it's a game. But it, it, it was a, it's become a, defining moment in my life that I remember things that were said and how I was made fun of and how I was called stupid and not worth anything and so (laughs) I was at my in-laws house um, on Christmas Eve and they're like let's play this game and I was like no no we're not I'm not playing that game and I got home and I had a come to Jesus moment and it was like one of those real like I felt like God was like Jenny. I gave you an opportunity. I gave you the opportunity to rewrite that moment and you did not do it. And I was like, oh, man, it's a game. Lord, I I just didn't want to play the game. And he's like, yes, but you have to realize that you're not stupid. And the game does not represent those things and you're like jenny this is really weird so now i've asked my mother-in-law if we can get together and play the game um just because not necessarily that i think i'm going to enjoy the game a whole lot but i need to remember that my past does not define my future and that i have to take captive those thoughts and those feelings and say just because it happened once doesn't mean it needs to happen again now i was talking with my husband about my word yesterday um Because that's what I do. We just talk about all kinds of weird stuff. But I was talking about the word and I said it's not necessarily that I need to recreate that moment. I do not need to bring that person back and play the game with them. Because that is just going to bring back the exact same um, result. So... I'm not going to bring that person back and play the game to try to get a different result. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I need to deal with my emotions and my feelings and bring them to God and say, God, I'm afraid of this. These are my feelings. These are my emotions when it comes to this. And I need you to help me rewrite it. And I need his help to rewrite it. So when I met with that pastor's wife, um, Honestly, it was not like an aha moment. I got in the car and I said, Okay, God, I need to rewrite my feelings about this church and about my failure. It is not necessarily that I'm going to forget everything, but I need to rewrite the script. here what am I going to do moving forward to say hey we did our best we did not um, do everything right we messed up quite a bit that is part of being a a person an adult Um, you make mistakes and so it was really about that for me and yesterday um, there was a podcast I was listening to which I so rarely do but there was a podcast with my old pastor, and he's been gone for 10 years now. And he said, stop asking for forgiveness for mistakes. Because that's not a sin. It's not a sin to mistake. Um, it's a, when you ask for forgiveness for a sin, not a mistake. And I was like, okay, I don't feel you know, I've gone back with the Church plant and God, I don't think we sinned, but we did make mistakes. And so I need to stop asking God to forgive me for things that I really did with the best intention and I messed up. And so it's rewriting that and it's rewriting that in my head and in my mind and in my heart. And so, why am I sharing this with you? Well, I mean, it's my word of the year, so you're going to hear a little bit about it. Very sorry. And the adventures that I feel like God has for me, because he is bringing things to my heart all the time that he's like, you need to rewrite this, you need to rewrite that. Because my habits are part of, um, sometimes out of pain and out of different things. And so he's like, you need to rewrite some of this. And I think there's going to be some rewriting of good things too. Um, So I'm excited for that. But I just wanted to bring this before you today, as we're entering a new year, to say, are there things that are holding you back that really don't need to hold you back anymore? They were great things to have in your life for temporary, um, they call them coping mechanisms, right? Temporary things that really helped you at that time. And it's time to let go of them. Because you're in a different place now, you're stronger, you're healthier. Um, It's time to let them go and move on to something new. Try something new and rewrite that for yourself. You know, when you're not feeling well, there are certain things that you do. You drink chicken noodle soup. But once you start feeling better, you move on to new foods. You don't just stay there. You don't just drink chicken noodle soup for the rest of your life because that's all you have you move on to new foods. But we so often do that. We have a pain. We have something happen. We lose our job. We get into financial trouble. We make a habit because we need to. And then we stay there and we never rewrite because we've grown and moved on. And so my challenge to you is to look around and say, what have I held on to that I need to let go of and start something new? Well, we'll see how it goes. You can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram, Facebook, and Be Real. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. I'm super excited about our year of rewriting. We have got a big year ahead of us, every one of us, and great plans that God has before us. So as we get our pens out and we listen to what God has for us, my challenge to you is to take captive every thought. When you have a thought run through your head, take it and say, Lord, is this you? Is this what you want me to be doing? And let's step forward into 2024, willing to change and willing to try new things. You have a great day.